0: What's going on Dolphins fans Kyle Krabs locked on Dolphins the Miami Dolphins have fallen to three and three for the 2022 NFL season a 24 to 16 loss to the Minnesota Vikings we're going to talk about it here today on the show and why I believe it or not I'm not that upset
1: you are locked on Dolphins your daily Miami Dolphins podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every
0: day What's going on, Dolphins fans? Kyle Krabs, Locked On Dolphins, your team every day here on the Locked On Network. It is Monday, October 17th episode of the show. Uh, the Dolphins have fallen to 3 and 3, 24 16 loss to the Minnesota Vikings. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Dolphins your first Miami Dolphins listener of the day. Today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 extra money on your entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 using promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. The Dolphins, three and three. And this is not a fun place to be, three game losing streak, especially with the hype that was received for the Dolphins. At the beginning of the year, and uh, there, there was a lot of enthusiasm. There was a lot of anticipation. This was a uh, Tyreek Hill, Mike McDaniel, Tua Tagovailoa redemption tour, all that stuff. And then you start three and zero, and now you're three and three. It's a hard pill to swallow, especially a home loss to Minnesota, a team that you. Statistically dominated in most every fashion. 6.3 yards per play versus 4.7 for Minnesota. 458 yards of offense versus 234 for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, You held the Vikings to 2 of 12 on third down. You held the Vikings to 11 first downs total in the game. You forced the Vikings to punt the football 10 times and you possessed the ball for 11 more minutes than the Vikings did, and you lost. And the only reason it was a one score game was because you scored a garbage time touchdown. But you lost the turnover battle three to nothing. You now have one turnover forced defensively in the last five games. I'll say that again you have one turnover in the last five games. You were penalized 10 times for 97 yards. You yourself were four of of 14 on third down. The interception was a ball that Jalen Waddell should have caught. Jalen Waddell caught a ball and got a first down on third and 15 and fumbled the ball and gave it back to Minnesota with a handful of minutes left in the fourth quarter, down by one
1: score. Down 16
0: 16 to 10. Touchdown, you take the lead. Lo and behold, stopping if you've heard this before. Dolphins have a chance to take the lead in the fourth quarter. And they make mistakes and shoot themselves in the foot. And they lose the football game. It happened versus Cincinnati. It happened versus the Jets. And it happened versus the Vikings. There are some circumstances here that I am understanding of. This is still early in the season. Thankfully, you started hot. So now you have some wiggle room. Mike McDaniel said after the game that Teron Armstead and Austin Jackson were very close to playing in this game. Well, the Vikings killed you up front. And they killed you in the same spots that the Dolphins have always been killed. Greg Little, Liam Eichenberg. It's the same guys. It's the same guys. I don't know how many times we're going to see a twist, stunt, inside and just not have any idea what to do with it. But it continues to happen. Now, here's hoping that if Austin Jackson and Liam Eikenberg, or if Austin Jackson and Teron Jack, or Teron Armstead, they're going to be all fired up. We're close to playing on Sunday. We'll see him next Sunday night against Pittsburgh. To a tongue of a clear concussion protocol. We will see him next Sunday night against Pittsburgh.
1: Was this a throwaway game? I don't know.
0: But even if they chose from a long term strategy perspective to treat it as a throwaway game, you statistically dominated the Vikings and you lost the football game because you gave it to them. I cannot say that, frankly enough. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to talk a lot about seasons and playoff spots aren't earned in the first six weeks of the season and how half of the NFL is within a half a game of three and three. So in the grand scheme of things, everything you want is still out in front of you. You've been through some trials and tribulations. You've had some injuries. You're going to get guys back and be healthy. You haven't played complimentary football the last couple of weeks. You've been through all this adversity, and it happened yet again this week where you started the game with a quarterback, and then you changed the quarterback before halftime and had to readjust. Law of averages says this can't keep happening, but it has for four straight games. Three straight games. Four straight games. Law of averages says it's not going to continue to happen every single week. But right now, it feels like it's going to. And right now, it feels like the Dolphins are never going to win a football game ever again. So I can say all that. But at the same time, 10 penalties for 97 yards. The fumble from Jalen Waddell. The egregious six sacks that you allowed and the countless other pressures. Teddy Bridgewater fading into pressure and, and bolting out of a clean pocket. Until when they put in the fourth quarter in crunch time, when they're down two scores, he magically starts climbing up in the pocket and hitting throws over the middle of the field. You gave him the game. And yeah, you, everything you want is still out in front of you because 16 teams are within a half a game of three and three. You play Pittsburgh, then you play Detroit, and then you play Chicago. Okay? Like... And then you play Cleveland, who just got shellacked by the Patriots today. Yesterday. I'm recording on Sunday night. It's all right there in front of you. That Cleveland game doesn't look too bad right now. Browns are not playing good football. The Lions are the worst scoring defense in the NFL. Chicago, offensively, is one of the teams that has looked more inept than the Dolphins have largely looked over stretches the last two games. And the Steelers... They missed their entire second. Now they won against, New, uh, against Tampa Bay. Kenny Pickett suffered a concussion. His status is to be determined, and they missed effectively their entire secondary. Just like it was against Minnesota, and just like it is long-term, it's all out in front of you. But you got to play a hell of a lot better than you played on Sunday against the Vikings. Because if we're being frank with the statistical performance that you put up, you should have won this game by two scores but you repeatedly shot yourself in the foot. Jason Sanders missed another field goal. The coaching, the coaching staff has to get this team more dialed in on the fine details. They have to. Because the fine details, the margins, is how you lose to the Jets and how you lose to the Vikings when you're in a position in the fourth quarter to take the lead in spite of yourself in both games. There's a lot of blame to go around right now for a three-game losing streak. Some of it bad luck, sure. Some of it injury, sure. They're all winnable games. You can take a snapshot of the last 15 minutes of all three games and say the Dolphins are right in it. Dolphins got a shot. Dolphins' defense played their rear ends off against the Vikings. Now it cracked at the end. You really can't afford to give up the big touchdown run to Dalvin Cook. After Jalen Waddle fumbles, if you get a stop, you're going to have a reasonable chance to get the ball back. Nope. Big touchdown run for Dalvin Cook. Blows it wide open. A lot of blame to go around, but at the end of the day, coaching showing its rear end with the amount of penalties that we got. 10 for 97. Three turnovers. We'll talk about Teddy Bridgewater more in just a minute. Listen, let me, let me, let me reset here. Let me reset. I don't know about you guys, but like as I have continued to, I'm in my mid-30s now getting away with eating all the stuff that you used to eat and working out the way you used to work out it doesn't quite work the same anymore and that's why our friends over at nugenics are, are pretty clutch they're coming in pretty clutch for me if you want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging nugenics total t testosterone booster with testifin will help you to back the clock Re-energize your workouts, get you better results at the gym, and help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. NuGenix Total T contains man-boosting key ingredients like testophen. It's been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. Because Nugenics Total Tea, free testosterone that the aging process robs, you'll feel stronger, leaner, more energy and drive, and more passion too. Your partner will notice the difference as well. Now to get a complimentary bottle of NuGenix Total Tea, you have to text NFL to 231231. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text NFL to 231231. Text NFL to 231231. Also, helping make sure I feel my best, Athletic Greens. Uh, they have a product that I use every day. Single day. And AG1 is a simplified way to make sure that you are uh, starting your day off on the right foot. I think that's probably the best way to put it. With one scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, whole foods sourced, superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. You name it. it costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. It's cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance right now. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune insurance with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements. To make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash NFL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Teddy Bridgewater was supposed to be the Miami Dolphins' ultimate insurance acquisition, and yet here we are for the second consecutive year, and I've seen enough. And, And I was pretty vocal throughout the week. A pretty apprehensive about Skylar Thompson. If Teddy Bridgewater is available to play, it's peculiar to me. Teddy's got experience, this, that, the other thing. Here's what I'll say. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater plays stiff. He plays flat. And when Skylar Thompson, who had himself a pretty – he hit some throws down the field – and then he hits his thumb on his throwing hand on the helmet of a Vikings defender because Greg Little concedes yet another pressure throughout the game, and Liam Eikenberg off the left-hand side, big surprise, uh, and Teddy Bridgewater is inserted in the game, it, things just went flat. And despite the fact, despite the fact that things went flat in the passing game, the Dolphins completely abandoned the run. The Dolphins at one point called nine consecutive pass plays on consecutive three-and-out possessions during a 10-3 football game in the third quarter. And I understand you're struggling with a point of attack, but at the same time, the Dolphins in the first half were on pace for over 100 rushing yards as a team. They on pace for like 120 rushing yards as a team. They finished with 73.
1: It was a one-score game. It's 10-3. Teddy
0: Bridgewater dropping back and just taking the underneath stuff you know we got to think named teddy checkdown and i understand it but you'd at least like him to execute the offense and then lo and behold like you you get through this game and you get into the fourth quarter and teddy bridgewater magically throws for 329
1: yards and two touchdowns he had a couple nice throws over the middle
0: Tyreek Kill 12 for 177. Jalen Waddle, 6 for 129. Mike Kisecki, 6 for 69 and two touchdowns. All over the, almost all of that over the middle of the field. But I'm on
1: board. I'm on board. I spent the last
0: two weeks saying, if Teddy Bridgewater is eligible to play, he should be your backup quarterback. To Tua Valoa. This game was enough for me. And that—that's the thing. I'm not gonna sit here and be stubborn, or I'm not gonna sit here and tell you guys one thing, and not acknowledge things changing as you get more information. At the end of the day, this is an exploratory process, and the fact that it, it is a blessing that the Dolphins are three and three in the midst of all of the junk that we have had to deal with. The Dolphins are three and three. They're tied, or they're—they're they're like a half game behind a playoff spot right now, and you are out of the hard part of your schedule. And I went back and checked. You know what I had the Dolphins record at in the final schedule prediction show that we did right before the start of the regular season through six games? Three and three. This team's skill on schedule, and they've dealt with a lot of junk. A lot of junk. But as we said, you have to play a lot more disciplined. you got to get guys back on the field. I don't know how long we're going to miss Nick Needham for he went down with an injury in this game. You better be on the phone with the commanders today. You better be phone on the, on the phone with the Washington commanders asking about William Jackson today. You better call up Joe Hayden and ask him if he wants to come out of retirement. You can't go to war with these dudes and hey, shout out Noah Benogany. I made a comment after the big DPI that he got on the touchdown drive after Needham went down said he's got to take off these orange. Armbands, because he's making it real easy for the opposing quarterback to find where Noah Benogany's lined up and who he's guarding and just throw the ball that way. Noah stood up after that, and I'll give him a lot of credit for that. He made a couple really nice plays. Had a near interception on a ball that he converted and ran the route against Adam Thielen for. You could make the argument, well, he should have made the play. Yeah, maybe he should have. But I'll take him in, in, incremental progress for Noah Benogany. I'll take that all day long. What he gave you after that
1: first possession when he settled down. But
0: you can't go to war with this group of corners for the rest of the year. If you ain't going to get Byron Jones back in the next two weeks, you got to get on the phone now. You got to make it happen now. And I've seen everybody, a bunch of frustrated Dolphins fans, talking about the offensive line being a liability yet again and so on and so forth. Yeah, you're missing your two your two top players at the most important position, of course they're going to look bad. Of course they're going to look
1: bad. But here's what I'll tell you. There's not a bunch of quality offensive linemen sitting around on the street.
0: And quite frankly, the state of the offense that the Dolphins were in this offseason, I don't blame them for not getting back around to going overkill in the offensive line. They signed two quality starters in Toronto Armstead and Connor Williams. And they both, when they've been on the field, have played really well for the Dolphins. But if you wanted to get the offensive line
1: right, you ain't getting Tyree Kill. I don't know that you're getting Chase Edmonds.
0: Owner David Tepper for the Carolina Panthers, they just fired Matt Rule this past weekend. And one of the things that Tepper said that kind of, it was an eye-roll-inducing comment for me, because I know like, what Carolina could have done to make things different for themselves. But he said it's a limited resource league. He talked about draft capital, free agent spending power, how you can only do so much in every offseason. I'm not going to sit here and hammer the Dolphins
1: for not turning water into wine or chicken you know what, into chicken salad. Because they had a lot of work to do
0: on the offensive side of the ball. And you are reaping the rewards of that now. Because at the end of the day, you had 450 yards of offense. Tyreek Hill almost posted a 200-burger. He had his third game with 10-plus receptions and 150 yards in the season. But a move like that to bring a guy like that in takes a lot of cap space, and it takes a lot of draft picks. You Rome wasn't built in a day, and I know we're all frustrated, and I know we're all annoyed, and I know we're all tired. I'm just as tired as you are. I promise you I am. And I'm pretty fired up right now for being somebody who came into the show telling you I'm not that disappointed because, quite frankly, when I found out Teron Armstead wasn't playing and I found out that they didn't elevate Austin Jackson and I found out that Skyler Thompson's starting the game, you know what my reaction, was, my reaction was? I said to myself, I'm going to treat this like a preseason
1: game. Week six.
0: You started 3-0. Great. You're 3-3. and You know what we did? We just hit the reset button. We're back to zero. You got an 11, you got a 12 week season and you get a buy right in the middle of it. What are you going to do with it? You're expected to get Armstead back soon, Austin Jackson back soon, Tonga Valoa back soon. This week, we're expecting all three of those guys back this week. Offensive depth chart. What are the most important positions for an offense? Quarterback and offensive tackle, right? Now, it doesn't take the sting out that I treated this like a preseason game, and at the end of the day, you gave the Vikings the game. It stinks. That absolutely stinks. And it stings. And it's a, that is um, an indictment of the coaching staff to some degree. Now, there's some of these penalties. There's some of these penalties that I didn't agree with. I, for the life of me, cannot understand how you can have an ineligible man downfield on a throw that's on a throw that's thrown behind the line of scrimmage. It's not a penalty. And yet it was called against the Dolphins. I thought the OPI against Alec Ingold was ticky-tack. But for every play like that, yeah, there, I mean, there's a hold. Liam Eikenberg taking James Lynch to the ground on a Teddy Bridgewater scramble or a, on a Skylar Thompson scramble that set the Dolphins up inside the 10-yard line. You were inside field position or field goal position three times. Now that's not to say Jason Sanders would have made it because Jason Sanders missed another long field goal against the Vikings. I looked up the numbers because quite frankly, Jason Sanders has been under underwhelming and we thought it was a holding issue. It's not a holding issue because Thomas Morstead's holding the ball fine. And he's missed big kicks for the Dolphins. Uh, The Dolphins, at the end of the year, if they wanted to, can move on from Jason Sanders and owe him zero money against the the salary cap. And I know we just signed a five-year, $22 million extension. Transition can happen whenever the team wants it to. And he better turn it on, because if he doesn't, it's going to happen soon. Just being honest. Prize picks, Daily Fantasy done right pick up the two to five players at PrizePicks.com, And if their score is more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 extra money on any entry. If you are correct in choosing them, not competing against other people, it's you versus the projections available. And they offer projections for every possible sport that you can imagine under the sun. And you'll hear me say that and you'll probably say, yo, okay, Kyle, but I genuinely mean it. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less fast and safe withdrawals and currently operational in over 30 States and Canada. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you another $100. If you put in $50, they'll give you another $50. Don't forget promo code locked on and sign up for an instant deposit match up to
1: $100. Case in point, however,
0: because um, I'm, I'm not going to beat this into the ground, the Dolphins game the game. The Dolphins played undisciplined. They played sloppy. They lost the turnover battle 3-0. They got penalized for 100, extra, 100 of your yard advantage that you had was negated in penalties. You statistically dominated. Hey, if you want to turn it, turn it around and point and say, hey, law of averages, the Dolphins got statistically dominated by the Buffalo Bills and managed to win the game. You'll flip the coin. Dolphins dominate statistically and end up losing the game to Minnesota. The ball bounces that way. Say, ball don't lie. Hey, more power to you. I think anybody – I hope you come away from this show and you hear my message, which is we we did push the reset button. We're back to zero, okay? And that doesn't – it stinks because you could have given yourself a, a really big leg up over the conference. But it's all right there. But it being all right there only matters if you do what you are supposed to do and you can't play the way that you played against Minnesota. Case in point: The Jets are four and two. You're a game and a half behind the Jets. The Patriots are three and three. You're half a game in front of the Patriots. You beat them head to head. The Chargers and Broncos play each other tomorrow night. They are three and two and two and three. If the Broncos win, they're both three and three teams. The Raiders, um, they are one and four. Uh, the Ravens are three and three. The Bengals are three and three. You beat one of those teams head to head. Uh, the Browns are two and four. The Steelers are two and four. That's two of the next four teams that you play. Uh, the Colts are three, two and one. They're half a game ahead of you because they tied a game. The Jaguars are two and four. The Titans are three and two. I believe it is the Titans and the Raiders playing each other. Are the Titans and Raiders are on a bye? Excuse me, because the Chargers and Broncos play each other on Monday Night Football. That's the FC conference, right? So right now, teams that are definitively ahead of the Dolphins. The Jets.
1: The Colts by half a game. uh, The Chargers because they haven't played yet.
0: And the Bengals with a head-to-head tie. Those are the teams in in that running for a playoff spot. And I will say this too. The one thing that I am pretty thankful for amidst all of the adversity and this really rough three-and-a-half-week stretch that the Dolphins are in the midst of right now? We're going to find out real quick the true value of Tua Tonga Valoa to this football team. Because the big-picture questions that everybody had with Tua Tonga Valoa don't look now, but the Dolphins, they've played the last two-and-a-half games with two in their own three. What does the return of Tua Tonga Valoa do For the energy, the focus, the attention to detail, and the execution for this offense. That's an answer that I'm very excited to get. Because in the big picture, if you answer that question, where to go from here, no matter what the end result is for this season and all the aspirations that you have, unless you were expecting the Dolphins to go 15-2, and is right out in front of you, that's the most important question that you
1: can answer. Giddy up. Let's go.
0: I'm I'm taking the three and the three losses, and they're going in the trunk. I'll look at them in the offseason and I'll look at them and I'll feel good about the wins and I'll lament the losses. We are back to square one. You could take the first third of the season and flush it down the toilet because circumstantially for the Dolphins, none of it matters. It's where do we go from here? What are your expectations from here? How do you execute from here? And you guys got, uh, the Dolphins, you guys collectively, got a lot of work. GM, roster moves, trade deadline, head coach, execution, game plan, stability, players, execution, focus,
1: attention to detail, a lot of work. So let's
0: get to it. Let's get after it. Let's go to work. We get a 12-week season. And we'll see what comes of that for the Miami Dolphins. Kyle Locked On Dolphins, your team every day. Fins up. Keep it locked in right here on Locked On Dolphins. Thanks for checking out the show. Hang in there. I know I've heard from a lot of you guys. You guys are frustrated. I get it. I'm frustrated too. Um, But big picture-wise, the way we're going to attack this is we are going to Put what's happened to bed, it's an evaluation tool, much like the preseason game, and we're almost going to treat Sunday night against the Steelers like week one, and go from there. That's all
1: we can do. Fins up, keep it locked in right here on locked on dolphins.